0: Bradalone's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 676, August 18, 2021. 98 degrees was the high on this day, and that was in 1976. And the very next year, on the same day, in 1977, it was 41 degrees. They Ah! They wouldn't have been swimming that day, but this long swimming season continues, and I hope you've been keeping your uh, beachfront free of muck and algae and that junk on the bottom of the lake using Aqua Clear pellets. They eat up those dead leaves and dead weeds and everything else down there that messes with the kids. They're organic. They don't harm fish or plants or humans. You won't need a local permit, and it will clear up the water. It's a four-week program. You just spray them out there. Shoot them out there. You know what? What's the word I want you? You fling them out. You fling them out. fling them out there, yeah. (laughs) And uh, Aquaside, of course, is a White Bear Lake company. They've been keeping beaches free of weeds for 60 years. You can call them at 1-800-328-9350, and they'll identify your problem and make sure you get the right Aquaside products or go to Aquaside.com. And now, from the mayor's office, above the boathouse, on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on production. Chris Reavers, director of social media. John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your Flashlight King, Fireworks Commissioner, and Keeper of Common Sense. Your Mayor, Joe Souchere. We have to clear something up. I've got a number of emails, all similar to what Bill Stein sent. On yesterday's news portion of the podcast, John proclaimed, and you chimed in, that President Trump was guilty of freeing the Taliban leaders. B as in B, in 2014, it was Obama who traded the top Taliban leaders from Gitmo for the uh, turncoat deserter Bo Bergdahl. And he, like other emailers, has uh, linked me to a piece that appeared in the New York Post on uh, Monday, written by Paul Sperry. And uh, it did indeed uh, indicate that when when President Barack Obama released five Taliban commanders from the Guantanamo Bay prison in exchange for an American deserter in 2014, he assured a wary public that the dangerous enemy combatants would be transferred to Qatar and kept from causing any trouble in Afghanistan. In fact, they were left free to engineer Sunday's sacking of Kabul. Soon after gaining their freedom, some of the notorious Taliban five pledged to return to fight Americans in Afghanistan and made contacts with active Taliban militants there, but the Obama-Biden administration turned a blind eye to the disturbing intelligence reports, and it wasn't long before the freed detainees used Qatar as a base to form a regime in exile. Eventually, they were recognized by Western diplomats as official representatives of the Taliban during recent peace talks. What do you say to that,
1: John? Way to go, John. Well, I'm guilty, February, too. February of 2020... The Trump administration negotiated a withdrawal agreement with the Taliban that excluded the Afghan government, freed 5,000 imprisoned Taliban soldiers, and set a date certain of May 1st, 2021, for a final withdrawal.
0: Earlier this year, one of them, Quraullah Kakawawa, actually sat across <laughs> the table from President Biden's envoy to Afghanistan, and it goes on to say that. Well, then, uh, then we've had we've had flaws by Obama. Uh, Trump and Biden in this bungled situation over
1: there. Yeah, well, and, and you could go back to W, too. You go back to
0: W. Yeah, where it all started. <laughs> so what... The original mission was to ferret out bin Laden. Mm. Yep. Right? Yep.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, what happened? <laughs> it got messed up. Too many people began making too much money. Yeah. By the way, did you read where the president of... Uh, the so-called president of Afghanistan who fled the country. He left yeah. with $169 million of yeah. your money, four yeah. cars and a helicopter full of cash, and he went to the United Arab uh, Emirates. And I'm not even going to try to pronounce this phony's name. Uh, but he took, uh, this is being reported, that he took $169 million in cash.
2: Goodness. So we should send him 500 more?
0: isn't that something
1: we should send him 500 yeah. another 500 mil yeah. the
0: the Does, description
1: uh, actually said it was falling on the uh tarmac yep. as he was approaching it's literally cash wow. yep. is he
3: buddies with jennifer carnahan
0: oh, not that i'm aware of can he? Candy, candy,
3: candy. <laughs> Taking some of the heat off, John.
1: You're welcome, John. I I just spouted the truth here. I got nothing to well, you know no what? You know me.
0: what? There's enough blame to go around beginning with W <laughs> yeah. and then Obama and then uh, Trump and, and now Biden. Bo-
2: look what we're I doing.
0: agree completely. Look what we're doing. Well, well, we're doing
2: whataboutism right now. Yeah. No. And the finger pointing, it gets us nowhere. I'm not saying us, I'm just saying the collective us. It so, gets us nowhere. So ch- When you
3: said too many people are making too much money, who are you referring to?
0: The industrial war industry. I mean, people who make bullets and guns and tanks and Humvees and airplanes and compasses and walkie-talkies and cell phones. So
2: where do you think the Taliban is getting all of their uh, arsenal?
0: Well, they're now using ours. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's another thing. That's good. Good. Why didn't you destroy that stuff? Because now there's a tank sitting there with a key in it. An airplane. What do you mean, destroy it? Just what I said. Wreck it. Rather than I... leave them fully functioning, wonderful equipment. Why not just have destroyed it or, as part of your withdrawal plan? Or bring it home. Yeah. I, nothing makes sense to me anymore about anything. <laughs> that's pretty much where my head's at. Yeah. Nothing makes sense to me. The
2: uh, the footage, the videos, and whatnot coming from over there is that's. That's pretty tough to watch.
1: What's
0: absolute BS and should be evident to everyone is that the Taliban is not accommodating anyone. They're not accommodating a safe withdrawal of air passengers. Some of those planes are flying with seven people on them because they can't get in there. The Taliban have have the airports around it. There's nothing nothing to be expected from these people. Joe,
2: I don't know what you're talking about because this just appeared, what, uh, 10 o'clock this morning. The United States, and this is unofficial white house letterhead yeah the u.s along with i believe 20 other countries have called on the taliban to protect the rights of women's and women and girls so i think right there we're good so we're good we're good that (laughs) piece of paper ought to put fear in their eyes you know they're going to live up to that fear in their heads
0: they're not going (laughs) to live up to anything because they have nothing to live up to right they have you talk about moral and ethical bankruptcy. These
2: people <laughs> yeah. never had it to begin with. Listen to this letter. It's three paragraphs. Yeah. I'm just gonna read the first one because this is so absurd that people actually wasted time to do this. Is this on White House Stationery? White House Stationery, Joe. This is a joint statement on the situation of women and girls in Afghanistan. We are deeply worried about Afghan women and girls, their rights to education, work, and freedom of movement. We call on those in positions of power and authority across Afghanistan to guarantee their protection. What the hell is that going to do?
0: Well, that's laughable. What what
2: is this going to do? Well,
0: first of all, can these idiots even read? They got anybody in their ranks who can read? That's a good point. Well, they're probably all Oxford-educated at the highest ranks, and I'm not being facetious. The president, what the hell was the president's name who fled, John? He was... uh, Uh, Ghani, Ashraf Ghani. Yeah. Wasn't he uh, educated in the United States? Yes. Mm-hmm. What the hell do you think's going to happen? These people living by about a 6th century ethic. And note that where our concern seems to lie, and I'm not diminishing the problems women and girls are going to have, it's just horrid, but the, the, we're consumed with, the wokeness aspect of this. Right. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yes.
0: <laughs> Never mind the trillions of dollars and the murders and the deaths. And I, make sure you call everybody by their right pronoun. They're
2: putting bullets in the heads of kids that took down their flag. Mm-hmm. That's what's going yeah. on, ladies and gentlemen. Well,
3: They're raping young boys, Chris. How how do the Wokers feel about the rape of young
2: boys? Meanwhile, we had probably a team of 30 idiots at the White House that sat around and put this piece of paper together. Mm -hmm. Great.
0: Yeah, that ought to stop them. (laughs) I repeat what I said yesterday. I can certainly understand the wisdom of forgetting this game. Get out of there. I get that. These people are hopeless. They can't be... Governed, they can't form a government, they can't fight, they have no idea about the sacredness of freedom, mm-hmm. they're they're a lost cause, which is a terrible, sad situation. They're a lost cause. So yes, getting out of there makes a great deal of sense, but again, it was done so poorly and so catastrophically that it just makes the U.S. look incredibly weak and incompetent. Yep. You didn't do anything about the military hardware. You didn't do any contingency planning to get people out of there. As recently as last month, Biden said it's, it, it'll never happen. The Taliban cannot overtake that country. They have 300,000 trained army uh, people, and, and they're only about 75,000. It's not even plausible, Biden said. That was a month ago. Mm-hmm. Joe, his, his 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 uh, people in the Pentagon tried to tell him you're you're going to be in for a hell of a whopping here, you know. And he still didn't listen.
2: What was your line you just said? Uh, it it made the U.S. look. What was that again?
0: Weak and incompetent, weak and, Joe. Yeah.
2: we are right now weak and incompetent. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, we're a laughing stock, that's for sure.
0: Well, what in the geopolitically? How long will the United States be safe from an attack as these, as these cave dwellers warm up to uh, hosting more and more terrorism groups? Using our equipment. Mm-hmm.
2: I'd like to think that we are, but I, I don't know.
0: How dangerous is the situation in Pakistan? They got about 160 nuclear warheads. Yeah. These cave dwellers can march across the border and just take that over if they wanted to.
3: Nobody in this administration is ready to deal with that. Mm -hmm. You know, we're too busy teaching critical race theory and uh,
2: worried about pronouns. All right, let me put my tinfoil hat on quick before I say this next sentence. (laughs) I don't (laughs) think there's
0: any such thing anymore as a tinfoil hat. I I think everything's in play.
2: Do you remember the months leading up to the election? Sure. And we said that basically Biden was just going to be a figurehead and they're going to send him off to the corner to eat ice cream and then just remove him from office yeah. at some point. Yeah. Is that going to happen right now because know. of this?
0: I don't think so. No. Hmm. But he's having trouble finding allies. <laughs> you think? He's being criticized widely from both parties. Mm-hmm. And I, I think the likes of CNN are really struggling to put together a narrative somehow defending him. And they're failing. They can't. The, the, the images are too powerful.
3: Well, Suge, nobody under him who we suspect of pulling his strings, none of them are competent enough to deal with this situation. Like I said, we're, we're pronouns and CRT and, you know, the like.
0: Victor Davis Hanson, whose writing I admire greatly. I haven't had a chance to read it yet. I'm going to thoroughly digest it later today and talk about it tomorrow. And again, make an attempt to have him on the show. Uh, he's, uh, he's analyzed this attack on whiteness in a very uh, intelligent and frightening way. Uh, I'll have more on that when I... A, wait, num- wait, wait, wait. a number of emailers alerted me to the piece, and I, I have it now. And I'll read it and make my notes later today and talk about it tomorrow.
3: I thought we uh, no, that is not the piece we printed last week.
0: no what is it called? Uh, I don't have it in front of me. Oh, is racism now moral moral? basically what what he's suggesting is that what's being done to whiteness was the same thing done? in germany to jewishness that jewishness was to be blamed for the collapse of the german economy and that uh, jewishness prevailed and now the same thing is happening in this country with uh, whiteness thought to be bad that whiteness is the controlling factor and must be eliminated (laughs) just a minute you're gonna go get it no just a minute
2: Okay, Joe's going to a brief, funny, brief interlude, Joe's leaving. Yeah, no,
3: no, it's funny because he's bringing up something that I, I alerted him to a couple of weeks ago and then again this morning, an editorial in the Star Tribune, July 12, 2021, uh, headline, Are the Taliban Really All That Different From Us? John and this or guy, Kenny? Hold on, hold on John, uh, Joe. And this guy in this editorial basically blames white people for everything and and compares white people to the Taliban.
0: Which editorial are you talking about?
3: I'm talking about the one I reminded you of before we started, the one from July 12th. John or Kenny,
0: look up Damon Young, uh, a New York Times contributor. In In his most recent piece called Is Racism Moral Now?, Victor Davis Hanson starts by quoting... From Damon Young's piece that appeared in the New York Times, I, I don't know when it appeared on the New York Times. I don't know what race Damon Young is.
1: Damon Young is a black man, uh, yep. but there are tons of articles. You don't have a title, do you, by any chance? Uh, the no. The absurdity of being black. That's from the New York Times. Well, here's how Victor Davis Hanson starts
0: this his most recent piece called his race "Is Racism Moral Now." He's mm-hmm. quoting from Damon Young. Whiteness is a public health crisis. It shortens life expect- expectancies. It pollutes air. It constricts equilibrium. It, de- it devastates forests. It melts ice caps. It sparks and funds wars. It flattens dialects. It, infest- it infests consciousness. And it kills people. Over the past year, I, of course, still had to interact with white people on Zoom or watch them on television or worry about whether they would succeed in reelecting a white supremacist president... But white people aren't in my face all the time. I can more or less only deal with whiteness when I want to. White people haven't improved. I've just been able to limit my exposure to them. That, that was a quote from Ellie Mistel in The Nation. The first one, whiteness is a public health crisis. That's Damon Young in The New York Times. And uh, uh, Victor begins, Racism is the destructive bias against and often hatred of an entire racial group. It is often birthed by dislike of particular individuals of a given group that supposedly justifies, by extension, disliking or indeed hating all of them. The popular reaction against the widespread toxic pathology shown African Americans birthed, birthed the anti-slavery movement, the Civil War, the resistance to Jim Crow, and the modern civil rights movement, right? But now there grows a strange new historical anti-racism racism. Uh, one variety encourages encourages holistic hatred blaming all of one's own unhappiness indeed all of the cosmic injustice in the man-made and natural world the very air water and earth on a white radical collective and i'll I'll read it's 12 pages so i'm not going to sit here and read Hmm. the whole thing a white racial collective what did i say radical i'm sorry white racial collective that's all right yeah
4: yeah Yeah, he's
0: right absolutely It's, it's just amazing and, and look at these principles we talked about yesterday, 162 principals who want to decenter whiteness. They want to, uh, uh, they're up to no good. Hold up. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Something but, ain't right.
2: But they're all, and we stated this yesterday, but most of those schools are near the country's tallest buildings. Mm-hmm.
3: So do they think uh, these principals signing up for this critical race theory business is going to save them from the uh, re-education camps that all white people are going to be put in?
0: I guess so.
2: No, they'll be in there right next to us. Do we keep tabs on enrollment, specific enrollment in the state? Do you know? Sure. Because it would be interesting to, to do some comparison from about, you know, the, the calendar year of the school can, calendar year of eighteen and nineteen, so on.
0: I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you who's got tabs. Who's that? Red Savoy. <laughs> 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 they got pull tabs in each pizza That's box. Right. Uh, <clears throat> after a long harrowing encounter with the <clears throat> Minnesota government, yes. Red Savoy finally got permission to use the use the uh, the. Uh, Pull tabs. So mm-hmm. you go and buy a pizza, there's a pull tab stuck in the box. You open it, you can win I'm free right pizza. Now. You can win. Uh, these right are now. all current ones. We were just brought some new pull tabs. Nope. And uh, the ultimate winner would get free pizza Do for a year. Nope. Red Savoy is in conjunction now as an official sponsor of Gopher Athletics. They've made some commercials with Coach P.J. Fleck. Uh, Reds wants us to be reminded that the football season is nigh upon us. I want a free soda. Did you really? Right there. All right. And uh, it's a great time for Red Savoy Pizza. And these uh, pull tabs will be at all 16 stores. So when you go get the pizza, get your pull tab and you could win something. And you can also visit SavoyPizza.com and use code word ELITE that's one word, elite, and get five bucks off any order of $30 or more, and the offer is available only through the Red Savoy app or website.
2: Hey, become a part of the Chill Boys family like the entire Garage Logic staff, and also so many of you GLers right now that have made your purchase for maybe for yourself or for somebody else. It doesn't matter because they are the hands-down most comfortable underwear you will ever own, I promise you, they have a wide variety. It's performance boxers, bamboo boxers, bamboo boxer briefs. But it just check out their website right now. Chillboys.com. There you can place your order for the comfortable boxers, or maybe you want a couple of cool t shirts, sunglasses, whatever you want. Go online right now. Here's the coolest part if you have an order over $40, it ships fast and free in the United States. Yeah, anywhere. They're a local Minnesota company, and they are so happy to be part of the Garage Logic family. They also have a really cool number of sale items that are going on right now. So do like we did, become a part of the Chill Boys family, whether you want the performance, the bamboo, it doesn't matter. You're going to really be happy with your purchase at Chill Boys Brand on Twitter. It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Suchere.
3: So it's one thing when a hooplehead on a podcast tells you how amazing Seafoam Deep Creep is, but entirely another thing when a real living and working blacksmith tells you the same thing. Scott writes, Hi, Kenny. I had a customer come into the shop with a door from an outdoor wood furnace that hadn't been used for a couple of years. He needed me to get the rusted latch mechanism working again. It's basically a one-inch shaft inside a six-inch pipe. I slipped a four-foot extension over the handle. I couldn't bust it loose. Wouldn't wiggle. No go. I had just bought my first can of Seafoam Deep Creep a few days earlier. Never really had good luck with any of these rust buster types of sprays before, but it was closing in on beer hour, so why not (laughs) give it a shot? He sprayed it down, uh, left it to soak over the weekend, was pleasantly surprised when I gave it a try on Monday morning. It had completely loosened up. I didn't even have to work it back and forth. Deep Creep is a great product in a world of frozen, rusty parts signed your blacksmith friend just a little north of you boys in the studio guys he's the one that uh, made us all those really cool bottle openers oh yeah yeah Yeah. yeah, very yeah yeah he's a true artist and if a a blacksmith tells you that sea foam deep creep is a real mccoy boy you got to take note Engine treatment, tranny tune, and deep creep. Truly great products
2: from Seafoam. My uh, my bottle opener, by the way, is at my brother's shed near his beer
0: fridge in Fairwell. Oh,
2: okay. well, good That's spot That's how nice that was. Oh, I'm going to need that.
0: The Star Tribune <laughs> has an editorial today written by Ahmad Tharwat, whose yeah. name should ring a bell with GLers. He's a buddy of Ilhan Omar. Uh, he's the kind of so-called media type that she would be comfortable around. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, we'll play you some of that in a moment. Uh, he writes images of uh, the, the headline is a tale of two Taliban's, Afghans and uh, Afghanistan's and ours. I, I didn't know we had a Taliban. <laughs> images of the Afghan Taliban inside the presidential palace in Kabul are distant shadows of what took place beside, inside the U.S. Capitol on January 6th of this year. No, they're not. It's not even it's not even remotely analogous. Those people have been arrested, tried, imprisoned if necessary. Uh, What they did cannot be condoned, but they did it within the framework of the rules we have, and they suffered consequences. Mm -hmm. There's no consequences, you moron, Tharwat. What What are you telling me? We don't have a Taliban in this country. The American Taliban, that's what he's calling these people. Yep stormed the capital to reinstall their cult leader to office after he lost the election and launched the Stop the Steel movement. In the Afghan presidential palace, we saw the victorious Afghan Taliban forces surrounding their confident leader, sitting on the same place where our ex-president, where ex-president Ashraf Ghani used to sit. Ghani, a Western-trained economist who, who had to give up his American citizenship to become president of Afghanistan, has now fled the country with stolen millions, looking for a place to hide. He may end up in America as an illegal immigrant. Ghani posted on Facebook that he fled to prevent further bloodshed. The Taliban have won with the judgment of their swords and guns and are now responsible for the honor, property and self-preservation of their countrymen, he said. This is 22 years, this is 20 years too late, Mr. President. Now, which president is he referring to? <laughs> no, no idea. I, I don't know. The Taliban are back under the American after the American invasion kicked them out 20 years ago, having swept the country before President Joe Biden could finish his noon nap. This surprised everyone except those who understand the lessons of Vietnam. You can't indefinitely defeat a national movement no matter what your pretext or claim good intentions are. I don't even know what he's trying to say. Americans were (laughs) up in arms after the hillbilly coup on January 6th. Okay, well, first you call it a Taliban type activity. Now you're Mm -hmm. calling it a hillbilly coup. Mm -hmm. Good Americans cried, this is un-American, but the same good people voted for and supported presidents from Dwight Eisenhower, John Kennedy, Lyndon Johnson, Ronald Reagan, George W. Barack, Donald Trump, and Biden when they stormed other countries' capitals and installed puppet regimes. Where where have we done that?
1: (laughs) He is all over the place. Where have we done that?
0: (laughs) The American Taliban, who supported right-wing military dictators in South America, Africa, and the Middle East, are not that fond of democracy. Everyone now is talking about the danger of Taliban rule, how the Taliban will treat women, whether they will bring back the hijab and burqa, 20 years of destruction, hundreds of thousands killed, millions of refugees, trillions of dollars wasted, and all the talk in the West is about whether Afghan women will be able to take their hijabs off. Western reporters are talking to young women who fear the change in their lifestyles. No one is talking about the lies and deceptions of the Bush administration spewed to get us into this mess in the first place. Honestly, I'm speechless. Over the years, we have, we have supported regimes that uh, treated women worse in Saudi Arabia and the Gulf oil countries. Now we are cozy up to Mohammed bin Salman in Saudi Arabia because he lets women drive. And the dictator of General Abdel Fattah el-Sisi in Egypt because he got rid of the Muslim Brotherhood and let women take their hijabs off. Afghan Taliban entered the presidential palace with their arms. Still, they showed more reverence to the place than the American Taliban who stormed our capital on January 6th. Wow. <laughs> the Taliban of 2021 is not the same as 2001. All their announcements support that. Al Jazeera reported that Mullah Abdul Ghani Baradar, who heads the Taliban's political bureau, said in a brief video Sunday that the test would begin with meeting the expectations of Afghans and resolving their problems. A BBC reporter interrogated a Taliban spokesman about whether they would force women to wear the burqa. The answer was no, a hijab would do. Then the BBC reporter asked if they would let women go back to school and get an education. Women will go to school and get an education, he said, and this sap buys that. This sap is thinking that that'll happen. Oh, sure, yeah. Here in America, the American Taliban stormed school board meetings to stop the teaching of critical race theory. No, no. and communism, preventing the schools from teaching history that may make white kids uncomfortable. How about black kids enduring 300 years of teaching racism and white history? So if it's any consolation for all of this, as you sit in your living room watching the Taliban conquer Afghanistan, remember that Obama assassinated Osama bin Laden sitting comfortably in a situation room. That's his conclusion. I have no idea what he wants me to understand by that. I have no idea. That he should have been there with the, the Navy SEALs, apparently. Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> Leading the charge. God.
0: Now I know he has First Amendment rights, but I'm really puzzled as to, as to why the Star Tribune printed this. This guy clearly hates the country. Mm-hmm. So does his pal Omar. Now you'll recall they were on. T- this guy has a TV show, Arab American TV show uh, called Hadden with Ahmed." Uh, he uh, blogs at Notes from America, whatever, and uh, so we we dug up this clip because uh, uh, well, I think it's self-explanatory.
4: I think um, a, a product of this sensationalized uh, media. You, stop? you know, you you have these sound bites and you have these words and and everybody says it with yeah. such an in, you yeah. know intensity and so it must mean it must hold yeah. a bigger yeah. meaning. Why does it keep doing that? It, it sounds strange. You know, and weird. And, so um, I remember um, when I was in college, I took uh, a terrorism class. And is that a such thing? Yeah, there was. So there you was, go. At,
3: there is a lab for
4: that. There was a, there was a class. You f- <laughs> do you go to lab? It? No, we, field we, we, trip we and, uh, learned the, uh, the ideology of, I'm glad um, you do that. <laughs> and glad. so it was. It was the, the thing that was interesting in the class was every time the the, the professor said Al Qaeda, he sort of like his shoulders yeah. went up and you know. Yeah, he's in command like, here. Al Qaeda, you know, hospital. He's an and expert. It <laughs> 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 and it was you know. What's as his it, name? <laughs> what oh, does he name. Uh, yeah you, you probably get to see him on on CNN.
3: Uh, yeah, of course. I love those guys. But you
4: know, but 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 it is it is that you don't say America with an yeah. intensity. You yeah. don't say England with yeah. an intensity. Yeah. You know, you don't you don't say um, the army with an intensity. <laughs> but you say these these names because you you want that that word to carry weight. You want it to leave something with
0: it. Yeah. Wow. America 2021 well what she's saying is that they were kind of snickering at the idea that we would attach hostility a, a yes. quite a significance to al-Qaeda and she finds that laughable you don't attach that emphasis to America or the army but we, when you when you people when you people say al-Qaeda mm-hmm. you you get a different posture and a different intensity in your voice she's a, she's she's attempting to establish a moral equivalency between al-qaeda and us just like what this fruitcake wrote today this uh matt darwat
3: you didn't say who that was
0: who female
3: voice was it ilhan omar thank you
0: yeah yeah, we preface that with that. That's Ilhan Omar on this guy's television show. That was about a year ago, I think. 2013. 2013. Yeah. And what I think what struck us back then was that that snickering, that, that we apparently have no right to uh, be judgmental about al-Qaeda.
2: Yeah, this was uh, inter- it was an interview conducted by Ahmad Tharwat with Ilhan
1: Omar in 2013 for his YouTube channel. mm mm-hmm. Well, she has tried to make that morally equivalence recently. Remember with yeah. Israel and yeah. Uh, uh, Hamas. <laughs> yeah, Hamas, yeah, Hamas tried to do the same thing, saying the U.S. and Israel were the same as Hamas.
2: John, was that different than when she also uh, was talking about the nine eleven terror attacks, uh, calling it "some people did something"? Some people
1: did something.
2: Or was that yeah. a different time? No, that was a different time. Okay. This was just two,
1: three weeks ago, gotcha. maybe a month ago. Okay, Weird. gotcha. But what
0: what 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 fries me is that. She thinks we're so unenlightened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, she thinks we're so unenlightened. We had a professor, and when he said the words Al-Qaeda, oh, his shoulders came up and it was a big deal. And, yeah, it is a big deal, you uh, oh, person. Careful, you careful. Person. Uh, they person. They kill people.
2: <laughs> Serious question. You mentioned that you're shocked the Star Tribune ran this. I'm not shocked. I'm surprised. Okay. Do you think that they'll suffer? No. For instance, well, not. well but, but what I'm saying is, is some big advertiser going to look at no. this and say, why am I spending money on no, this? No, because
0: they're too woke and they would be afraid to take on an Arab American. True. Remember I said I doubt that uh, the Star Tribune would have printed that piece in the South Side Pride yes. newspaper, yes. Uh, Jared. Come on, help me, Jared. Candy, the paper that uh, the roommate wouldn't let you have in the
2: house.
3: Yeah, Southside Pride. Yeah, I'm no, trying to remember the name. Oh. I don't. I don't remember the guy's name.
0: Uh, Hogan.
3: Wasn't his last name That's Hogan? Something it. Hogan.
0: And I said, you know what? Star Tribune wouldn't have printed that. Now I'm. Not, now I'm changing my mind. Of course they would. <laughs> uh, we don't know. <laughs> if they that. print this guy, they'd print anybody.
1: And I also said that they would. By the way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, they didn't. But they. they See, might. <laughs>
1: The other thing about this piece, aside from the lunacy of what he writes, is it's not very well written. No, it's horrible. It's disjointed,
0: and it has no common (laughs) theme, and there's no beginning, middle, and end. It's a really poorly piece written of, it's just swill.
2: What made you more angry as a guy that is so protective (laughs) of the written word?
0: Well, Two things. One, I'm angry that you're you're attempting to tell me that we have a Taliban in America. And two, you can't really express that very well. <laughs> <laughs> Words uh, mean something. Uh, yeah. 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 There's nothing remotely analogous. I'm not a fan of what happened January sixth. I thought it was dreadful. None of us are. I, I thought it was dreadful. But it's not remotely analogous. To what's taking place in Kabul? Yeah. Not even in the same. It's not even on the same planet. No. But this guy's able to see that there's a moral equivalency between the Taliban and the president's office in Kabul and what happened at the at the United States Capitol. Well, he's yeah. he's dangerously misinformed.
3: And if you go back to that July 12th editorial, you'll find that we are um, just like the Taliban, and he blames it on white fragility. Hmm. And uh, toxic masculinity. Yeah. Boy, wait till I get
0: into this Victor Davis Hanson piece. I can't wait. (laughs) I just can't wait. I hope you're thinking about where you're going to work because things are really changing rapidly around us. Consider Centerpoint of Mendota Heights Commercial Office Park. It's locally owned and operated. It's an eight-building campus on a park-like setting. You can choose just the right amount of space for your business, then you have your own parking spaces right in front. There are no elevator waits; they're all one story, uh, surrounded by trees and close to walking trails and bike trails and great lunch spots. And uh, each each building is customizable, so you can get exactly what you want. Uh, and mostly the convenience of avoiding the hassles of maybe your previous workplace, uh, close to highways 55, 62, 494, 35E, and of course the airport. Uh, find out more at escape
2: egan and please let them know that you heard about him on the garage logic podcast
0: this guy wears many hats just not indoors joe suchere 50
3: years Moon Motorsports celebrating 50 years as a family-owned multi-line dealer in Monticello and they're also on the web moonmotorsports.com so yeah last week I mentioned the new motorcycles on hand and that might have left a few of you sled heads feeling uh, ignored. Uh, That's because this is also the snowmobile riders favorite time of year. This is when the new models with all the new features and industry changing engineering designs arrive in house. They hit the floor and right now our friends at Moon, they have those new models in stock and their service department, they're ready to set them up for you. They're ready to uh, do service work on your old sleds, whatever you need, uh, the service department is there for you. 10 brands on hand at Moon, uh, Polaris, Honda, Yamaha, Can-Am, BMW, Triumph Ducati, KTM, Husqvarna, and of course Skidoo. And because of that deep inventory selection, Moon, they're going to be able to locate some of those hard-to-find machines that you may have been looking for and having a difficult time finding. And that, of course, they also have new ATVs and side-by-sides. They're ready for pre-order. So get in there and reserve one today. Check out the wide range of machinery at Moon Motorsports. They're on the south side of 94 in Monticello or, like I said, online,
0: moonmotorsports.com. Okay, Mr. Sledhead, I have a question for you. Can the argument be made that no vehicle... In such a short lifespan, has improved in technology and performance more than a snowmobile. When we, when man was walking on the moon, Joe. Right.
3: We were driving the biggest pieces yes. of crap on the planet. <laughs> Unstable, uh, rickety. Uh, when remember dreadful. when Klobuchar- Klobuchar took those guys. Klobuchar might have been one of the first backcountry riders. Mm-hmm. He did this ride out in uh, Yellowstone in Montana. They they brought along extra carburetors because of carb freeze up. Right. right. Uh, no, carb freeze up. You tell that to a kid these days, they're like, "Huh? Uh, I have fuel injection. What the hell are you talking about, well, another, carb freeze up?"
0: Another way to ask the question is: Has any other Vehicle, we'll call it vehicle. Has any other vehicle improved so significantly in such a short lifespan? When you consider well, yeah. that the sleds are, let's just call it the mid '60s. They've been around since the mid '60s. I'd
3: say the same thing for motorcycles. I'd say the same thing for riding lawnmowers, zero turn mowers, uh, I guess tractors, cars too, for that matter. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. But I, I mean, the comparison in the late '60s is what always cracks me up. We were on the moon. But meanwhile, on Earth, we were driving complete garbage. John, I yeah,
1: bet you think I'm ignoring yeah, you. I, yeah, well, I wasn't sure, to be truthful. I'm not ignoring I, you. I would like to interject, if I could, uh, Speaking, going back to the beginning of the show about Billy's uh, email and apparently emails from other people. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Story date. Well, I know, Chris, the truth, you know, you, you hate to hear it. This <laughs> dateline, date line, <laughs> date August 9th. 2020. Yeah. That would be a year ago, correct? Okay. Release yeah. of 5,000 Taliban prisoners, which the U.S. agreed to in a February deal with the insurgents that also began the phase of withdrawal of American troops, faced opposition from the Afghan government holding the prisoners. After prolonged pressure from the Trump administration, the President Ashraf Ghani released 4,600 of the prisoners from the list provided by the Taliban, but he wanted consultations over 400. Those 400 accused of convicted crimes of uh, murder and rape and others that were beyond his authority to pardon. Well, after 2 days of deliberation spread across 50 committees, the assembly released a declaration saying the prisoners should be released. The last 400 were then released. So, 5,000 released under this agreement with the Trump administration. So, I I don't like revisionist history, which no. apparently is what you're getting from uh, some of our listeners and and that, but your every side of this is right is to blame there's no nobody is clean here but there was but another to, part of that agreement where trump said to them you f this up you're done well well there was also and they didn't because it, no one died in the last 18 months he also set a may 1st deadline but that couldn't happen so the trump or the biden administration pushed it back yeah. to august 31st and part of the may 1st problem was remember after biden was elected uh his people were not allowed in any security uh meetings consultations so had no idea what was going on
3: okay. do you think that may 1st deadline might have been enforced if trump was in office no and i'm not trying i'm not <laughs> trying to bait you here i'm just one want- that's that's what
1: i don't I see brought. how i i don't see how and the thing i think we all wonder about with the biden administration is if there was a deadline why weren't we prepared to do stuff like get Americans out of there, mm-hmm. get yeah. the translators out of mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, get Our everybody equipment. out of there safely Our and not, not have com- power,
3: yep. Yeah, yep.
1: and not have complete chaos, which, right. you know, is obviously the fault I think of the Biden administration, but uh the other part. Well,
3: then so- I have to ask this question, was mm-hmm. there a plan like that in place when Trump was in office?
1: Well, he, he had already it, under his administration, we went from 13,000 to 2,500 troops. By the time he was out of office. So I don't know. I have no idea.
0: I think his attitude would have been, well, I'm going to win again, and then I'll figure this out.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Possibly. Yeah. Possibly.
0: I have another email from an officer, police officer, commenting on uh, Minneapolis no longer stopping Mm. motorists for small violations. low level offenses. This is from the Gumption County deputy. I heard the email you read on Monday from the MPD Copper regarding their new policy not to stop people for expired tabs, suspended uh, objects, and uh, no license plate light, etc. That policy is pure and simple cowardice on the part of the chief. The chief said the purpose of the new policy is to free up officers for more important things. That is total nonsense. A traffic stop typically takes 5 to 10 minutes from start to finish. Depending on the department, the length of an officer's work shift is going to be 8, 10, or 12 hours long. I think there is a high probability that one can squeeze in a traffic stop or two without taking too much time away from their day. (laughs) Granted, there are days when we uh, do go call to call for the entire day, but in most shifts we are able to do some proactive enforcement. The Minneapolis officer pointed out some of the larger criminal offenses we find while making traffic stops. One of the things he mentioned was finding drivers who have had their driving privileges suspended. Unfortunately, the Minneapolis city attorney has now said they will not charge people for driving with a suspended license unless they have been involved in an accident or a serious offense. (sighs) Don't forget, forget returning your library book. You know. It is disappointing that the Minneapolis city attorney refuses to do the job. The city attorney takes an oath to uphold all Minnesota laws, not just those laws they find to their liking. People getting their driving privileges suspended primarily for not paying fines on moving violation tickets, failing to pay child support, and DWI arrests. Not surprisingly, people who have a suspended driver's license typically do not have automobile insurance. I have never found this comforting. Sadly, the chief is doing this to placate the mayor, city council, and the defund the police mob. He is not interested in freeing up the officers for more important things, but he is definitely interested in saving his job. Of course, the chief's new policy will not be enough for the liberals in City Hall and the community activists as their demands for decreased police presence will only be embodied. Keep pushing back. The Gumption County deputy. He's very hard okay. on uh, Madera there, isn't he? Uh, uh,
3: okay, but when Madera re- released that statement, didn't my feeling, my sense was he was saying what was already happening. Mm-hmm. And with all due respect to the deputy there, that's what Minneapolis cops are doing right now. They are running from call to call to call. You mm-hmm. should hear the scanner. It mm-hmm. is unlistenable because it's just one grim call after another. And I, I don't have to remind you that there's a full-on war going on north of downtown, uh, all the way up to the Brooklyns and into the Brooklyns. Yeah. The a kid uh, was
0: shot multiple times last night.
3: The, the yeah. shooting, it, it, it goes 24 hours around the clock. It doesn't start after dark anymore. It's happening Right now, right there's shots being fired right now on the north side.
0: Well, I, I think the, the Gumption County deputy reflects uh, what I would imagine to be a popular opinion among rank-and-file coppers, that uh, uh, we find out a lot of stuff when we stop somebody. <laughs> You know, <laughs> oh,
3: oh, I don't disagree but, but, with him yeah, but, at all. No, I am absolutely on board with with uh, his way of thinking, and that kind of stuff is playing out in the suburbs where they still have police officers and they still can make these proactive stops. And that's where I parted con- uh, company with the Reverend because uh, the Reverend Timothy Christopher doesn't really like these stops. I do be- mm-hmm. because they lead to bigger things.
2: It's just a, it's a it's a manpower issue. Yeah. Right. right.
0: Yeah, That's quite
3: just, simply, right, right. quite simply, yeah.
0: Does your Minnesota state lawmaker live in the district they represent? It's an issue that catapulted into the spotlight during the uh, John Thompson situation. Well, I'm glad to see uh, Mary is not giving up. The video of Thompson's traffic stop where he said he's a state rep but gave the officer a of Wisconsin license sparked conversation, and it's behind the push to look where Minnesota legislators live. It opened questions about the election process and what residency information is shared. We need to get this straightened out and figured out. There's clearly a problem here, Senator Mary Kiffmeyer said. Uh, she's a Republican senator who chairs the elections committee. When they elect their representatives, they need to be able to know that, they're, that that is their representative, that they reside and live in their district. That needs to be answered one way or another. And right now, I think the statue has left too much uncertainty, Kiffmeyer said. The secretary of state's office said, uh, says a state legislative candidate must provide their address on an affidavit. They can classify it as private if it pertains to their or their family safety or is otherwise private under state law. In that case, a candidate must swear they filed a police report or order of protection. They must also submit a separate form providing evidence of their address. Well, I don't think any of that was done with Thompson. Of course not. Because he's either lied to Wisconsin authorities Mm -hmm. or he's lied to Minnesota authorities. Mm -hmm. Or both. Mm -hmm. Or both. It's usually been somewhat of a trust, but we've had had no verification, Kiffmeyer said. Uh, WCCO looked at affidavits for current legislators. Most state senators and representatives made their address public. While not verified by the Secretary of State's office, uh, we were told... That the addresses are typically checked by political parties, especially in competitive races, to ensure candidates live in the district they want to represent. Well, A, uh, the John Thompson, John Strominger race was not competitive. No. I don't think anybody paid attention to anything except uh, that Thompson was, there was a chance to install another black legislative representative. I don't think he was vetted at all. No. There are four current legislators, including Thompson, who checked the privacy box. Uh, WCCO independently verified two of those lawmakers who live in their district. We verified the address of a third of falls in their district. Republican Senator Julie Rosen said she plans to change her filing to include her address before the next election. John Thompson did not reply to the uh, newsroom's (laughs) request for a comment. Shocking. Kiffmeyer plans to hold hearings on the issue. I, you can, you got to push back. You can't let this you can't let this liar hold office if in fact he lied about where he lived. But that's
2: exactly what they are doing, Joe.
0: Well, Kiffmeyer apparently is trying to keep it alive in
2: some capacity. Well, everyone was you know outspoken saying he should resign, but then nothing else has resulted in
0: that. No, because he's you know damn well they're not going to do anything. What's the Republican Party going to do about? carnahan who can't possibly claim she's well she can certainly claim she didn't know about lazaro's uh, alleged sex trafficking charges but she can't claim that she doesn't really know the guy that well no that's not There's a, a, a hell excuse. of a piece on that in the star tribune today where uh he's he was an absolute insider with her yeah
3: he threw their wedding party didn't he oh he did yeah <laughs> something like that <laughs> yeah. Yeah. wow did i didn't podcast know that
0: together but she doesn't know him. Well, no, she's not claiming she doesn't know him, but she keeps trying to distance herself from him by saying, I didn't know anything about these allegations. Or
2: is yeah. she doing the Joe Suchere at Hubbard Broadcasting when we say, Joe, for a million dollars, do you know who this person is? Well,
3: Chris, the analogy I was going to make is that that's kind of the way we treat Joe, too. It's like, yeah, we work with him, but we really don't. No. We <laughs> really don't know, know him that well. Try not, try not to get to know him. He's kind of you know, a different sort of
0: fella. Uh, what Carnahan keeps claiming is, you're accusing me of guilt by association. That's, that's dangerous. Okay. Lazaro was more than just an average donor, according to descriptions from more than a dozen Republican leaders and activists, half of whom spoke on the condition of anonymity for fear of backlash. They described his close connection to Carnahan, with whom he hosted a podcast, and uh, what did he do? And gave the uh, party... Wh- where is this? For fear of... Bad, they described... Uh, Hosted a podcast and backed as party chairwoman in... God. No. They described his close connection to Carnahan, with whom he hosted a podcast and backed as party chairwoman in 2017. Lazaro, 30, never took on an official party role, but he materialized as a regular fixture almost overnight in Minnesota GOP politics through ties to Carnahan. They were frequently together when there was a money shortage she could always count on him said said barb, barb sutter. sutter
3: uh an rnc community
0: woman who joined growing calls for carnahan's resignation she considered him a close friend okay that's that's fine yeah that's fine uh
3: Ed. Such I misspoke. Uh he did not throw their party. He he was at their wedding party. I misspoke. Let yeah. me correct myself yeah. right what now.
2: What was the name of the podcast?
0: Truth Matters.
2: <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. You're kidding. Oh, no. You said they. Yesterday. Come on.
0: Oh, yeah. I, come on. Yeah. yeah.
2: Truth Matters. Oh, yeah. I wonder if you if
0: could I do- had
3: a podcast it would call it be called Lie, Lie, <laughs> Lie.
0: <laughs> Minnesota of <After GLP's, laughs> Truth Matters. <laughs>
4: yeah.
0: <laughs> He gave two hundred and forty grand to the Republican Party. But here's the problem, Carnahan: if you cared at all about this state and, and the desperate need for the possibility even of a conservative voice or two, get the hell out. The Democrats are going to play this all day long. They're going to play this all day long, and well,
3: she's ineffective at this point, Josh, because she's lost the confidence of the entire party. Right. You know, so it, she, she's
2: ineffective. So she, if, if she truly cared about the party, she would be out of there. Not to promote another podcast on the wildly successful Garage Logic podcast, but if you did um, want to download any one of the six 20-minute episodes... Um, you can do so on Apple iTunes. Is that what they Wait worked? a minute, six of them? twenty. John, did you hear that? Twenty. Yes. Minutes. Yeah. No. Man. We can do that, Kenny. Come on, twenty. <laughs> we can we do, do that. We could knock that out in fifteen minutes. Hell, yesterday, fr- <laughs> yesterday, Aloni went off for twenty-five minutes before we even started recording. Yeah. Think about it, John. We'll th- we'll throw in two five-minute
0: songs. Yeah, we'll be out oh, of there in ten, 10 in minutes. Perfect. <laughs> perfect. Don't adapt the Roycey theory How of do doing we a kill podcast. A- how do I get through this next 20 minutes? No,
2: his greatest achievement true. in the world of radio was when he walked out, he he stormed open the, uh, the studio door because we had a 20-minute interview with Jim Cott. I'm stealing money today. It was pre-recorded. <laughs> my, my favorite was when he God. went out
3: to appear live at the State Fair, but then ran
0: taped yeah. interviews. It just like, sat there. Yeah. I got to go get a yeah. Gizmo. I'm going to go get a Pepsi. Now. I said, go on. <laughs> Hey, my brother drove his new Volkswagen Taos to Mackinac Island and back, 34.6 miles to the gallon. Wow. Yikes. He really, nice. really is enjoying this thing. It's the Volkswagen's new SUV. It's a little smaller than the Tig one, but it's loaded with technology and stuff. Mm-hmm. He really <laughs> enjoys it. That's at Schmelz Countryside in Maplewood. Schmell's Countryside, Volkswagen, Fiat, and Alfa Romeo. One of the last Twin Cities truly owned family dealerships. Right now, 0% for up to 36 months on all new Volkswagen vehicles, except the all electric ID4. As I mentioned, that Taos is in stock Uh, and 0% for up to 72 months on Fiat. 0% for up to 48 months on Alfa Romeo models. Man, are they handsome. Uh, It's right there in Maplewood on the uh, southeast quadrant of uh, highways 36 and 61. It's been there for more than 50 years. I shop there and will continue to. uh, Find out more at SchmelzVW.com, SchmelzAlphaRomeo.com, and (laughs) SchmelzFiat.com.
3: Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life, Joe Souchere. It's a nice piece of music. By the way, John, that email never arrived last night.
1: All right, I'll I'll tell him again.
3: (laughs) So I initially was thinking about a vault door uh, on my root cellar because, you know, the pickles were up to 77 jars now. Um, But now I'm thinking a vault door in the bathroom. That would be a a much better idea. Um, MapleGroveLockAndSafe.com. That's the web address of Maple Grove Lock and Safe, 6901 East Fish Lake Road. I only bring that up because it's a brand new location. Uh, And yeah, if you want to buy a vault door for your rich cellar or bathroom, or if you've got a secret room, the owner rich, he he might give you the side eye if you bring up 77 jars of pickles, Uh, but he'll help you out. Uh, And he'll help you out with a Liberty Safe vault door, because Liberty Safe, obviously the best, biggest, strongest built, best-selling safe in the country. Um, But yeah, either way, you got to stop into M, G, L, and S. Talk to Rich. Ask him all sorts of crazy questions. He's uh, fantastic. He'll make sure you go home happy. He'll end up saving you money. Don't go to some dumb box store and buy some piece of crap. Go see Ru- uh, Rich and his shop in Maple Grove, com.
1: Here's John Height. Thank you, Joe. This morning, a wildfire in northeastern Minnesota has tripled in size since it was first spotted Sunday. The Greenwood fire is now at about 3,200 acres in size and has prompted evacuations. So far, about 75 homes west of Isabella were given evacuation notices. That number is expected to grow. This morning, an incident management team will be on the ground in northern Minnesota as the fire continues to burn. In Australian 737 also has been brought in from fighting fires out west to help put this fire out. The National Guard is working on several fires, including one detected late Monday night just south of Ely. Overnight Tuesday into Wednesday day officials said the greenwood fire is now at more than 3,200 acres i mean while there is another fire the lightning caused whelp fire is forcing closures in the boundary waters canoe area wilderness that fire about 10 to 20 acres in size as of tuesday is burning four miles west northwest of sawbill lake have you guys seen the plains yes water yes nifty video A 17-year-old boy died in the hospital after he was shot Tuesday afternoon in Brooklyn Park. According to the Brooklyn Park Police Department, officers responded to a call of shots fired near the Dejer African Market near Brookdale Drive North and Yates Avenue North. Officers found a 17-year-old in a vehicle suffering from a gunshot wound. He was taken to a hospital where he died. Police said it appears the suspect walked up to the parked car, shot the victim while he was sitting inside. The motive is unclear, but police say they believe several suspects are involved. They ran from the scene. No arrests have been announced at this point.
0: You almost find yourself hoping that this is gang warfare because the alternative to that is these are just randomly crazy people shooting each other
3: no it, it is gang warfare it, 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 it definitely is
0: good I mean not good but
1: good you know what I mean you mean no,
0: mm-hmm? it's it's not good either no way. I know I know I know
1: Target Corporation, still growing faster than it did before the pandemic. Executives Wednesday morning signaled they expect no let-up in the months ahead. Their sales grew 8.9% in May, June, and July, on top of record growth of more than 24% during the same time last year, which is the second quarter of its fiscal year. Comparable sales, or those at stores open at least a year, grew 8.7%. Digital sales rose 10%, and gross profits rose about 7%. Target shares are trading at all-time highs, almost double their year-ago value, more than triple what they were two years ago.
3: John, did you see the headline in the business section today in the STRIB? Uh, Uh,
2: Amazon now tops Walmart in sales, which is amazing. And you heard about that yesterday during the money report with our guy Josh Arnold. That's where
0: I heard it. Yep.
1: The embattled chair of the Minnesota Republican Party said Tuesday she will not resign amid the uproar over the indictment of a major GOP donor and a college Republican chapter leader on sex trafficking charges. Jennifer Carnahan said in back-to-back interviews on WCCO Radio and KNSI Radio that the people calling for her resignation are the same ones who opposed her during her bitter re-election fight earlier this year. She noted she has asked the state party executive committee to hold a vote of confidence in her leadership when it meets Thursday, adding that she plans to call a meeting of the party's larger central committee to help decide her fate. The State Fair announcing this morning, it will encourage, but not mandate COVID-19 vaccines. Masks will uh, mostly not be required. While acknowledging that the current health situation is not an ideal backdrop for the great Minnesota get together tradition, it also states no event can be completely Uh, completely risk-free while encouraging people to follow the Department of Health guidelines which include facial coverings for those over the age of two the fair explained its reasoning for not only urging uh, for only urging excuse me and not mandating masks, saying we're largely an outdoor event With plenty of eating and drinking, mandating masks fairgrounds wide would be an extremely difficult for our organization to enforce. So we are urging you to pitch in and do what's right, particularly if you go inside. Simply put a face covering on for the time you're shopping or visiting an exhibit. Uh, However, masks will be required regardless of vaccine status in the care and assistance and first aid buildings and the North End Event Center, where people can donate blood or get a vaccine and also to ride a trolley for those who are not uh, vaccinated. Uh, Some independent vendor booths also can require masks. Uh, Remember they say, if you're taking public transportation to get to the fair, federal regulations require all public transportation passengers to wear masks while they're waiting for or on a bus Fairgoers are encouraged to bring your own mask, but if you forget, you can ask for one at the gate.
0: You know what else they're encouraging? Mm -hmm. Don't go to the fair on weekends. They encourage you to go to the fair during the weekdays. Why is that, Joe? Fewer crowds. So so apparently, you can get COVID on Saturday. On on a weekend. Yeah. But not on Wednesday. Well,. Uh, that's a hardship for a lot of people. They obviously have to go on a Saturday or Sunday and here they they're going to work. Hearing, yeah. They're hearing this admonishment to uh, go during the week. Man, oh, man.
3: Yeah, Are you uh, uh, are you even going to bring
0: a mask, Joe? I have to to even ride the Hubbard shuttle. Yeah, we all do. That's yeah. well, right. Yeah, that's right. Because really? uh, yeah. mm-hmm. it's we public should, transportation.
1: We should mention when we're going to be there. I know we have gotten some questions. Every yeah.
0: day at our old radio location, beginning at noon. Except mm-hmm. the only Wednesday of the fair we and won't Labor Day, we will not and be out Labor there. Labor Day, we won't be there. But uh, we'll but you
2: start. can show up early because there might be some shows recording well, before I mean, that. You,
0: on Thursday, John and uh, Kenny are going to do something early. Mike and Dawn and, I, and Dawn
2: and yeah, Mike and,
0: I, go and go I will be there go. after
2: the program on GL <laughs> yeah. on Thursdays. So. I think
0: Rook will be there. I don't. Is that Friday? A, yep. On
2: Fridays, Friday, Friday, yep. yep. the two Fridays.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. The State Board of Education, Saint Paul. What about the
3: what yes. about the makeout sesh we, that we have with uh, the listeners after the show? Where that's that's going to be
2: forbidden this year.
3: Stand around. And
2: Should we have um, Carnahan, and and Carnahan and Bottoms? Carnahan Lazaro do the health matters? No, excuse me, truth matters. Truth matters. matters yeah, we truth matters. We have them come out and yeah. do the show from out yeah, there. Why not?
1: All twenty-eight minutes of it. I think. Uh, I think he's uh, he's not available. As that's they say. true. <laughs> we
2: well, can call in, I suppose.
1: The St. Paul Board of Education voted unanimously Tuesday night to approve a mask mandate for the upcoming school year amid concerns over possible COVID-19 infections among students who are too young to get vaccinated. The mask mandate approved by a 7-zip vote applies to all students, teachers, staff and visitors two years and older regardless of age or vaccination status. Uh, that all went into effect starting this morning. Uh, the United States meanwhile will begin widely distributing COVID-19 booster shots in September as new data shows that vaccine protection wanes over time, that announcement made this morning. As a result, U.S. agencies are getting ready to offer booster shots to all eligible Americans beginning the week of September 20th, starting eight months after their second dose of Pfizer or Moderna vaccines. While they said recipients of Johnson & Johnson single-shot vaccine will likely need boosters, they're waiting more data in the next few weeks before they make a formal uh, recommendation on the folks that got the johnson and johnson's
0: is there a brand that you that would not require a booster i mean just do they all require a booster
1: they're not sure yet about johnson and johnson they're still waiting for word on that but moderna okay. pfizer yes you they're recommending the booster hmm. and I, from what i read it's a 10 times more protection with the booster whatever i don't well, know how come i didn't the...
3: get 10 times the protection in the first place
1: i think because you you build antibodies which with each progressive shot so well, the what number the hell of antibodies. do i got to
0: get this shot every week
1: well they're not they're, i just read an article about that before we came on the air uh where it said they weren't sure it was andy slavitt remember andy yep uh the he always said, available andy slavitt he's not sure they're not sure uh, if we will have to get another round next year mm. or if this will do it. He said because it's 10 times more effective, they think it may be fine and you won't need any more, but they are not 100% positive No, look at it this that. way,
2: guys. So you got one microchip the first time. Now you you're going to get two. So
0: you'll have two of this. And
2: they'll probably oh, wear out, so then you're going to get your third and fourth right. microchip a year yeah. from now.
3: Yeah. Oh, good. Yep. Yeah, it's important they keep track of my every movement. Um, Reavers, uh, a couple of years ago, the last time we were at the fair, didn't we talk Such into going over to a beer joint or something? We and, did. Uh,
2: we did. Hanging yeah.
3: out for a while? Yeah. Are we going to get any of that out of you uh, this time around, Suchi? I don't
2: know. Joe's always good for the first
1: round. Yeah, he's he just just drinking and walking yeah. into the shop. Uh, I was going to say, he'll just give us the money and leave this <laughs> yeah. year. He's not hanging around to talk. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Uh, some of the least vaccinated areas and a lot of COVID news. Again, we're back to that level where there's four or five we swore, off, every this. Day. I yeah, swear swore I off
3: COVID news.
1: Meanwhile, some of the least vaccinated areas in the country are back to what officials call alarming levels. Alabama has more COVID patients right now than ICU beds. And in Mississippi, they've just opened up the second field hospital at the University of Mississippi Medical Center campus. The first one opened uh, just a week ago. In just weeks, Mississippi saw the number of hospitalized patients double, quickly causing hospitals to become overrun in that
3: state. Oh, John, what about uh, Don McLean's home state, Dirty Old Missouri? She said that that state led the nation in the least vaccinated people, right? Isn't that what she said?
1: There were five states that were having issues. I did not see Missouri in that uh, list of five states that were having serious issues. Okay. Uh, Pope Francis today on the Corona vaccine virus vaccine, he said getting it is quote an act of love. (laughs) Oh yeah. This comes uh, the. This comes as anti-vax cardinal Raymond Leo Burke has been hospitalized with COVID-19 and put on a ventilator. The cardinal has used the pulpit to say vaccines can be used to advance an evil agenda, uh, and he also uh, this goes back to your thing, Chris. Burke repeated claims and remarks that uh, the COVID-19 vaccines might carry hidden microchips sure. that may, <laughs> make vaccinated individuals susceptible. I'm to on that board. I'm totally on that train.
3: Government control. Um, you know what I'm not on board with is when somebody. Who's against the vax, gets the disease, and then the entire country cheers and hopes for bad things to uh, befall that person. It's, uh, it's disturbing, isn't it? Very it's disturbing. I'm, I'm,
1: very I'm unaware disturbing. of that what are you behavior. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm unaware that's, that's because you don't hang out on social media, Joe. I do not. When you, you, you'll see a story about somebody who is virulently anti-vaccine. Well, uh, I see those in COVID-19. the newspaper. Yeah. Well, but online you'll get people saying, Oh, it serves right, I hope you do you know. I know what Kenny's talking about. It's, 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 it's ugly. It's
3: very disturbing. Very.
1: Uh, the Taliban violently broke up a protest in, in eastern Afghanistan Wednesday, killing at least one person as they quashed a rare public show of dissent. Uh, as government officials work to shape a future, the United Arab Emirates acknowledged that Afghan President Ashraf Ghani, who fled the Taliban advance and his family, were in that country along with the $169 million he took with him. The Taliban insists they have changed. Oh, they they have. Won't, impose, won't impose the same draconian restrictions they did when they last ruled Afghanistan, all but eliminating women's rights, carrying out public executions, and harboring al-Qaeda. But a lot of Afghanistans remain deeply skeptical about that, and the violent response to this protest will fuel those fears. Uh, there are also numerous photos of women and children who have been beaten. Report of a woman shot for not wearing a burqa. A picture showed the woman's family trying to help her as she was lying in a pool of blood in the street. Uh, the Taliban, meanwhile, has offered safe passage from Afghanistan for civilians to join a U.S.-directed airlift from the capital. However, uh, that's a problem because there are reports that every road to the airport is being blocked and people are being turned away, pushed back, or even beaten as they try to reach Kabul International Airport.
0: How so. do you even know who's who's a Taliban member and who isn't? They all wear the bad clothes. And, I'm going to guess know. the guy... That's probably with, with the gun. Huh? Yeah, there yeah. you go. I think yeah. that's
2: a good sign. Yeah. Uh, by the way, John, this is from a White House correspondent. I'm not familiar with him by the name of Charlie Spearing. I'm not okay. familiar with him. Uh, he Don't sent this him, out no? about five minutes ago. Uh, President Joe Biden and Chancellor Angela Merkel did speak today about the situation in Afghanistan. Ah. Did somebody
3: tell Joe that he talked to her? Yeah, he has finally gotten around to uh, speaking to another leader
2: about the situation.
3: According to you, Joe, we can tell who the Taliban are because, and I don't know where you got this information, but it's hilarious. They paint their toenails? Yeah,
0: yeah. Really? Well, there's that, not much where? to do up in the caves. You know, there's a lot of downtime in the caves. <laughs> where do you get the toenail polish? I, I don't know where I got this. I, you, you, this was years ago. It. See, uh, also, Waldry, acor- yes, uh,
3: also, according to Such, and I've, I've taken this over and used it myself, um, we. Joe identifies millennials when he sees them drinking Mountain Dew. Ah. So all, to Joe, all millennials are Mountain Dew drinkers, which is my the, that is my favorite Souch phrase ever. Oh, here come the bleeping Mountain Dew drinkers. Yeah.
1: <laughs> From the uh, you're doing this all wrong department, emergency crews responded Tuesday to an SUV that drivers spotted submerged in the Yakima River. But the Yakima County Sheriff's Office says... The driver claims he did it intentionally. At about 11 a.m., callers said they saw the blue suburban in the water of the Yakima River near Century Landing. Sheriff's deputies responded, found the vehicle in the water and the owner nearby. Why did he do this? Why, John? Bees. GPS told him to. No, according to the sheriff's department, the owner of the vehicle told them he had replaced the thermostat in his vehicle and needed to fill the radiator with water. (laughs) <laughs> and, and, and this person has a license <laughs> <laughs> deputies say the driver told them he intentionally drove the suv into the water so that he could get water into the radiator <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <awesome>. <laughs> this can't be i i had
3: not thought of that one <laughs> it's, it's from the
1: police report <laughs> where is this the in vehicle? washington yep yakima state washington. of washington huh. state yeah. of washington yeah, yeah. <laughs> the vehicle was towed That's out of awesome. the water. Uh, Officers say the man won't face charges for that.
0: You won't find (laughs) any of these knuckleheads at Giants Ridge. No. Because people at Giants Ridge are too appreciative of just how they got there and the nature and the water recreation and the hiking and the biking. Oh, and by the way, the Quarry and the Legend, two of the greatest public golf courses in the country, not to mention Minnesota. Giants Ridge offers group golf rates for groups of eight or more, including customized tournament packages, 37 holes special this summer. Play the Legend and the Quarry on the same day with lunch on Giants Ridge. For one incredible rate, $160 plus tax on weekdays and $175 plus tax on weekends. Just for fun, Google what it costs to play Pebble Beach or Torrey Pines. And uh, as I've said, you're returning to nature and beautiful views and hiking and dining and lodging and much more. View 3D course flyovers of the Legend and the Quarry at giantsridge.com, John.
1: The names, social security numbers and information from drivers' licenses or other ID of just over 40 million former and prospective customers that applied for T-Mobile credit have been exposed oh. in a recent data breach Are the company said. Sorry, me. sorry Chris. The same data Are for you about T-Mobile? 7 Yeah, yeah me, me too. Why would you same... be
3: T-Mobile?
1: At the best. Jeez. Save data for about 7.8 million current T-Mobile postpaid customers appears to be compromised. No phone numbers, account numbers, pins, passwords, or financial information were compromised, according to T-Mobile. They confirmed about 850,000 active T-Mobile prepaid customer names, phone numbers, and account pins were exposed. The company said that it proactively reset all the pins on those accounts. There was also some additional information from inactive prepaid accounts, accessed through prepaid billing files. T-Mobile said that no customer financial information, credit card information, debit or other payment information or social security numbers were in the file. Go get a job, you losers, and
2: stop stealing people's identity.
1: (laughs) God, that stuff makes me so angry. The uh, creepiest story of the day, a, a batch of mini brains grown in a lab from stem cells have spontaneously developed working eye structures that
2: is weird oh, <laughs> well.
1: call me dr Frankenstein <laughs> <laughs> two optic cups on the tiny brain organoids being grown in dishes mirroring the development of eye structures and human embryos grew according to science alert I disagree. Scientists, who, <laughs> scientists running the experiment think the breakthrough could help better understand eye diseases J. Gopalakrishnan of University Hospital Dusseldorf in Germany said these organoids can help to study brain-eye interactions during embryo development. He said brain organoids are not full brains as we know them. They are small structures grown from stem cells harvested from adult humans. He says he and his colleagues are trying to observe eye development to see how it works. Well, John, that's fantastic. Uh, the return of the blob,
0: huh? Exactly. Yeah. Why don't we take a short time out here?
2: Truth, justice, and the suture.
0: President Trump has been allowed back on Twitter. Oh, after disguising himself as Don Muhammad Trumpistan. A newly hired spokesperson for the Taliban. As Trump had previously been banned from the service, they then allowed back on after disguising himself as a spokesperson for the Chinese Communist Party, then banned him again once he couldn't help himself and started claiming the election was stolen again. This is simply the latest ploy to get back on social media. Allah be praised. Allah be pretty great. Maybe the best ever. Everyone says so. (laughs) Trumpistan wrote on Twitter as his first post that Joe Biden is really screwing things up over here. What a sad, pathetic loser. Oh man, they're making me do this praying thing now. Why do I need to pray? Very humiliating, not good. He also promised to make Afghanistan great again and wrote on his new Twitter account that Afghanistan is back, baby. Jack Dorsey caught on to what Trump was doing pretty quickly but wasn't able to do anything about it. This guy says he's a Taliban spokesperson and it would be wrong of us to silence someone as, of a different culture. Now, if he starts questioning whether our government and election practices are worth trusting, then we can ban him immediately. We're keeping a close watch on this Trumpistan person. Uh, at publishing time, Trump had asked his Taliban associates if they could maybe consider not doing the full Burqa thing on all these beautiful ladies. <laughs>
1: Up from the Babylon B. That's funny. Have you guys seen the fella who goes to the drive through windows that does a great Trump? No. And he mm-hmm. orders the world's best cheeseburger. I want the best cheeseburger. You know, it yeah. <laughs> goes on and on. And the people behind listening must be thinking, what the hell? What is going on here? He's very good at it.
2: Did they, uh, I assume that was a Babylon B. piece? This piece was, yeah, it was from Georgia. No, Did that they... was real. The, did the did the
0: photo accompanying it have Trump with the uh, with no, the There was no get- photo. I didn't see a photo, Chris. Just a piece of paper here, Chris, with some writing on it. Okay. I, I think
3: he's done with you, Chris. Okay. Do
0: uh, uh, you guys uh, remember titler cycle? Titler's cycle? T Y T L E R apostrophe S. Titlers or titlers? Titlers. Mm, no. Last Friday, you spent considerable time discussing mass psychosis, how an entire population becomes mentally ill. I could not stop thinking the entire time how much it reminded me of 15 years ago when you had a segment on Alexander Teitler, and specifically Teitler's cycle. Rather than rehashing what Teitler's cycle is, I think it would be great to dig into the archives to replay that segment, as it certainly stands the test of time. Teitler's cycle is that cycle where you go from... uh, dependence to independence to poverty this and that you know and you end up just losing all your freedom all right for what it's worth i'm the wrestling coach at hudson high school and for the last 15 years or so we use titler's cycle continuously i created a poster by my desk in my coach's office and we refer to it constantly making sure my staff is 100 percent aware of when we stray from abundance to selfishness and it is my job as the leader to artificially create an environment that allows us to skip ahead to faith and avoid the negative pieces of the cycle. I only point that out because uh, what if I say, I don't know, the president decided to do the same thing, but in this important context, how much better off we would be. By the way, this is from Chris. By the way, it was 19 years ago to the day that my wife Jenny was the August GLer of the month when she listened to your show while in labor with our firstborn, and you signed off, she told the doctor she was now ready. Now, that's a fan. That's a that's a listener. Hold on here, Doc. Yeah. <laughs> Only because they come to us all the way from Marloth Park in Longa, South Africa, from the traveling linemen. On this day in 1929, you ready? August 18th. A 350-pound bear was killed in the Hotel Duluth Lounge. Wow. What? Yes, the bear had followed truck driver Arvid Peterson and his shipment of fish into the city. Come on. And attracted by the smell of food in the Hotel Duluth coffee shop, broke through the window of the lounge. The hotel's night watchman, Albert Nelson, and an unnamed local resident confronted the bear, hitting it with a chair and a hammer. Others called the police and Sergeant Eli LeBeau shot the bear after trying to corner it unharmed to return it to the woods. The bear was the third killed in Duluth that year. What's that it was 1929. Wait a minute. I, I thought we were supposed to believe that, that wildlife is only encroaching on populated areas because we've destroyed their natural habitat.
2: Yes. It's that, the that so third
0: bear shot in Duluth in 1929. Hmm. On this day in 1993, Dan and Steve Butner of Roseville completed the first north-to-south bicycle ride across Africa. Uh, They uh, set their rear wheels in the Mediterranean Sea 272 days and 11,836 miles before rolling their front wheels into the Indian Ocean. In addition to such natural obstacles as the Sahara Desert, jungles, and mountains, they faced malaria, civil war, thieves, and a lack of supplies. And finally, on this day in 2007, Reavers, mm-hmm. on this day in 2007... That would be 14 years ago today, Joe. Flash flooding killed seven and caused $67 million in damages in Dodge, Fillmore, Houston, Olmstead, Steele, Wabashaw, and Winona counties. People were, act, uh, were evacuated from Rushford, Stockton, Houston, Elba, Minnesota City, and portions of Winona. Wow. I remember that flooding. I do, too. Oh, I remember that flooding. Twelve years ago, you know what happened.
2: You guys, remember, twelve years ago was what year we were sitting in the sports talk studios, mm-hmm. watching the Channel Five chopper, watch Brett Favre
0: come oh, into town, yeah, baby. Yeah.
1: Oh, you see where Favre is now go, part of wow. a
0: group campaigning to keep kids from playing football. Yes, he is. Yeah, yeah. till they're fourteen. Till they're fourteen. Okay, I got an idea. I'm going to give you a twofer. You're, go- you're going up Highway 61. Your first stop is Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats. Yep. Maybe you want to pick up a quarter or a half side of beef. Uh, Spencer's had a GLer purchase a side of beef, and they're still looking to hire. So if GLers are interested or know someone who would like to work for a family-owned business that is growing, give Spencer a call directly. Wait, wait, so so wait, you st- Yeah, Kenny?
3: <laughs> Will he pay me in meat?
0: Yeah, you can get paid in
3: meat. I don't need another taxable income, but yeah. I, I'd like to be paid in meat.
0: So there, That's not bad. Okay, so you're looking for a job. Mm-hmm. You stop at Grunhofer's. Okay. You load up on the steaks, the burgers, the brats, the meatloafs, the bacon, the ham, the seasoning. Off you go. Mm-hmm. You're going to stay on 61. All right. Go to Ecofund in downtown Forest Lake. They're looking for employees because it's been our job to make our clients' lives miserable. Can I clock in at both places at the
2: same time? Yes. Okay, so I'm clocking yes, in at Grunhoffers. Definitely. <laughs> Hold on,
0: Spencer, making a delivery. I'll be right back. Then you run up to Ecofund. Yep. You get your Bentelli e-bike or your scooter. You get the job application. You got all the food waiting for you in your car, so you're mm-hmm. excited about that. So you go in. You you give a you give. Two Tim Bloom a great impression because you're terribly excited that you've got you've created a twofer. You've stayed right on Highway 61 and gotten the world's best meat, And now you're at EcoFun Motorsports on Highway 61 in downtown Forest Lake. And you're getting the best bicycles. The Bintelli e-bike, the Yamaha products, youth recreational equipment, helmets, apparel, great service. And uh, then off you go uh, home. Uh, still jobless apparently, but <laughs> but you uh, you can uh, you can have put in your application at both. Grunhoffers and Ecofund. Nice, barely. thank you very much. Oh, hold on, I'm
2: just uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm typing an email to that's Mary. That's never been done before. <laughs> hey, Mary, don't mind the double time stamp on I this hope, episode. I hope that works. Joe decided to do two ads at once. Yeah, <laughs> I got that. Uh, I got I that. That's ad.
3: almost <laughs> as bad as the day that I was doing an ad. He interrupted me, did one of his ads, and then threw it back to me. Back to, to you,
2: finish Kenny. my ad?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> we are broadcast professionals. Oh, we here. know what we're doing. <laughs>
1: oh my uh, yeah, I want I want to add to your bear story if I could, Joe. Yeah, you know what they did with the carcass? I don't. They stuffed it, yeah. mounted it, displayed it in the front window of the Duluth Hotel. But when Prohibition ended in 1932, the bear was moved to the coffee shop, which became enough uh, appropriately enough the Black Bear Lounge. Really, it's so probably still the bear. there. It's not. The lounge has since closed. But when it closed. They gave it to Grandma's Saloon and Deli, the one on Canal Park. Oh, yeah. So is that where the bear is? I I don't know if it's still there, but it it was at one time. And it's Grandma's
2: Saloon. Sloan. slooin, Sloan. Sloan. Sloan, Sorry, yes.
3: So the guy that was driving that that wagon in it must have been horse drawn, huh? What he was his He must have name? been
0: going two miles an hour
2: because the bear followed him. <laughs> Arvid,
1: somebody. Oli or Arvid. Arvid Arvid, Arvid. 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 Peterson driving for Gopher Truck Lines.
2: When you have an animal stuffed, serious question because I don't know how to cape out hey, a cape deer. Hey, cape it out, man. Um, how long <laughs> does it keep, or you know, before it gets bad? Well, can you he? treat it. That's what I'm well, asking. Just hit the music. You yeah, me. spray
3: it with <laughs> the light I'm, not, I'm done talking
0: to you. <laughs>
2: okay. <laughs> Jeez. Um, hey, Yeah. why don't you do us a favor, GLers, sure. and download and subscribe. <laughs> Chris, Yeah. when you
3: turn a cow into leather shoes, <laughs> how long do they last before they go bad?
2: Well, usually with my stinky feet, only about six months before I have to throw <laughs> the shoes away.
0: Depends what you drop on them.
2: That's true, yeah. too. Okay. Hi. Uh, Will you do us a favor and subscribe to the GarageLogic YouTube channel before I get yelled at? And also download the PodMN app for your smart device where you have the chance to win fantastic GarageLogic prizes. We'll catch you tomorrow.